Grab your hammers, everybody, because we're breaking on to Beyond the Borderline with your hosts, Connor, Cam, Ryan, and Phil. Oh, you switched it up a little bit there. Nice, nice. These are creative, man. Not bad. Not Thank bad. you for the intro. Thank you. Yep. I try. I try. Okay. So today's episode, I like these little two-parters that we're kind of doing, but today's episode is a continuation of uh, our last, last episode which uh, in which we talk about social media the pros and cons of social media uh, and then it got on to kind of a larger discussion about technology in general and you know the rapid acceleration in in the um, well just in our technological capabilities and you know if and when we might reach a breaking point you know uh, it was ryan or, or phyllis somebody brought up the metaverse yeah phil and uh, phil brought up the metaverse and so it was we kind of encountered the idea of, you know, when do people start saying maybe technology has encroached too far into our lives? You know, at what point do we, we, we say, if ever, do we say, look, this is really taking away from who we are as human beings, you know? So this could go a variety of ways, so I, but I we just want to open it, up the floor. I, I okay. want to take it. I want to take it one way. I just thought of he's this. eager. He's really eager. Okay, go ahead. What happens? So maybe not what happens, but I think technology will get to a point where it's considered too far when technology is integrated into us in a physical sense. And what I mean is it's integrated and it becomes absolutely integral to our physiology. Like we can't survive without some sort of technology, foreign technology existing in our body, whether that be some sort of high-tech pacemaker or we have like completely synthetic organs or, yep. you know, our, the, the lens on our eyes is now like, just, that's how we access all of our social media. Like you've probably seen this in movies. Like the first thing that's coming to mind is uh, the, the, uh, the, 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 the remake of Total Recall. I don't know if you guys have seen that movie. It's a terrible remake, but the technology that they, <laughs> that they show in it is pretty cool. And yeah, I'm just thinking, I think when we reach that point, when we reach that cyberpunk level of technology, I think that in a lot of ways would be, for lack of a better word, gross. Well, are we, yeah, I think yeah. maybe we're already there then, Ryan, because maybe one person younger than 20 years, like younger than 30 years old that doesn't own a phone. Well, yeah, that's, that's not a inter- good point. Right, but that's not integrated into your physiology, though, right? Like, it's right. not, like, in your body, like... It's close you, though. It's, it's real close. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's as close as it can be with your leg at all it's times. As close as it's it can not be there, without, it's in your hand. It's as close as it can be without it actually being in your body, right? But what and I'm talking what? about. What about Neuralink like, then? Is like, I just wanted you know, to bring something up. What I'm talking about is like you have like, let's say you had like a microchip or some sort of processor in your brain. Yeah. That lets you access the internet and you can view what you're accessing through the lens on your eyes. That's scary. That's cancer yeah, Neuralink. Phil, what were you oh, gonna okay, say? Okay, let me uh, let me know if you've ever felt this situation happen to you, where you don't have your uh, your phone on you, but you feel it vibrate. Oh, all the time. All oh the yeah. Time. All How the time. is that not already baked in your physiology? Yeah, True. It's like you've developed a sixth sense for technology. Yeah, it's either it's in my pocket and I feel it vibrate even though it didn't, or I don't even have it and I feel it vibrate. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, the most common me. the oh, most hey. common example for me is like I'm just lying in bed watching TV 
and then I might feel like I hear like a or like some sort of yeah vibration. Yeah. I look over it at my phone, no notifications. Nothing. What the fuck? I keep thinking I'm getting phone calls recently, but I don't have it on ringer. I just have it on vibrate. And I keep, right. I keep the, the problem is when I get actual phone calls, I don't hear that, but, but I hear these phantom phone calls and then I'm like, yeah. wait, nothing's happening. Oh, we're having phantom pain for technology. This is how it starts. Right. It's bad, like, dude. It's like a limb. Here's the thing though, Ryan, you got to Like, I think, you know, you have to find that point before it gets too far because as Cam said, like Neuralink's coming and the metaverse and stuff like that. And like once these things arrive, it's it's just like uh, you know, it's like a train, like you're not gonna be able to stop it. And uh people are like, Oh, this is new technology, this is cool, let's test it out. And then more it gains more and more of a following, more and more yeah, people I agree. are into it. And then at, at some point, people are gonna look back and be like, Wow, we should have stopped it there, but we didn't. Okay, let's mm-hmm. continue. Let's yeah, keep yeah. continue down the rabbit hole. Let's continue. Yeah. You know, like metaverse now is a yeah. It just it just just goes to show that we as human beings don't know our own limitations, or we do know our own limitations, but we're so stubborn to push past them. Yeah, like I love Elon Musk, but I'm a little confused at how he, like he speaks. He's spoken out a lot about the dangers of AI, um, you know, and and the the possible malicious tendencies that a, a true ai might have towards humanity um but at the oh, same yeah, I, time at the same time like Neuralink is one of his biggest things and i'm like you're flirting with that territory though you know like at the same time that you're you're saying look we really have to be careful you're still flirting with that like cyborg territory that i, I don't know where it's gonna go and i'm not saying we should stop innovating per se but i don't know man it's it's I really don't want us to be caught in, in 50 years while we're still alive, hopefully. And being like, wow, like we knew it was coming, man, with smartphones, we knew, we knew it was coming, but we, we turned a blind eye for the sake of the now. I don't know. So, well, actually, I Phil, was, can you speak to that a little bit? Cause you know, a lot about, about on, Elon. On and what? I just wonder what you think about, well, about Neuralink. Um, like I'm not an expert on the, the technology, <sighs> but just the idea of it. Just what do you think about um, if that is maybe wandering into or flirting with semi-dangerous territory or or what? So the basic principle of Neuralink initially is to interface with the brain to either regain function in... um, people who've experienced paralysis Mm -hmm, and also mm -hmm. neurological diseases and such. And do I think, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Um, Do I think that it can do much more beyond that? I think so. And absolutely. um, Elon Musk has alluded to you being able to communicate without words which well, wasn't is oh, the we're test, telepathically uh, communicating now wasn't That's the right. test with the monkey and the pong game yes like, so it was interacting with an object uh, or well a computer oh right? okay so i can break down that entire experiment so they had a monkey <laughs> play a game called pong where you basically like on either side the left and the right side you have a for those that are listening uh it's like the oldest game ever you basically have to uh i guess reflect the ball back to the other side and like move your move on the 
digital ping pong. It's digital, digital table tennis. Yeah. 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 And so they had a monkey and the way that the monkey would interact with the game was via a joystick and a somehow a reward mechanism being a smoothie, a banana smoothie. Ooh. And then yeah. the reason, so while this was happening, the Neuralink was implanted um, in the brain and it was downloading all of this information. So then when it came to the Neuralink to function on its own, um, the monkey used the joystick, but it had in fact been unplugged. So yeah. the monkey was actually using its brain waves to control the game. Wow. Which is yeah. absolutely insane. That's crazy. Yeah. There's like, like, if people don't believe it, like just watch the video. I mean, it's out just there. Watch the video. Yeah. <laughs> I so, gotta go watch that. That sounds sick. Yeah. So bro. he literally played the game telepathically. While we're talking about this, we're talking about Crazy. all the dread and, and the, the fear surrounding all this. But at the same time, you can't help but feel that, feel that this also feels really awesome and cool. But what if, huge... hacked, what if they can be hacked, bro? What if they can be hacked? Hold on, let me just shut you down. I, I'm, like a, I'm like a really big sci-fi nerd, right? More so than fan- – like I love fantasy, but more so than fantasy. So seeing all of these, you know – especially the way Elon Musk is taking technology, all these things that I've seen in my favorite science fiction movies starting to become a reality. It's just, that is polarizing in a, in a really positive way for me at the same time. As Kim, as Kim said, like it could be hacked. Like, I mean, I work in the cybersecurity realm and the first thing they tell you is like, if, if there's, if there's a microchip in your brain, (laughs) it could be hacked. So my question is like, what happens if someone knows that you have a, uh, the, the link or whatever it's called and like someone can hack into your brain and just literally control you like yeah if all these people have neural links like yeah. they're a half the population of neural links they could easily be controlled it just takes one person to hack to you're figure giving, out how to hack into you're it giving anonymous a lot of opportunity well, you know there. what the the uh, i guess the pushback that i've given to that argument is that for right now anyway the Neuralink would only target a specific part of the brain. So it, it would not right. be able to control. Well, if it's in the part of the brain that would control X, Y, and Z, then potentially yes. But um, if like, you're not going to see anybody like controlling any, anyone's motion for a long time. Yeah. It's not going to be like, well, salt. they would like probably have to agents. develop some, they'd probably have to develop some sort of controller on it so that, the, the microchip that's in your brain can only be operated by internal brainwave sources. So any external influences that are trying to control your brain or control your Neuralink, it, like, it wouldn't have that functionality. And then, of course, they could probably develop a technology that makes the Neuralink think that it's coming from the internal source of your brain. But that, that's just where I would my mind takes it to the initial step of preventing that. Yeah, but yeah, there's a thing is like you can just <laughs> create these fake uh like these viruses that that act or that seem to be natural like brain waves or whatever that are actually aren't and then as you said phil like uh part of the Neuralink is to help people who are paralyzed well what does that affect that affects movement like to your limbs mm-hmm. okay so, he, so here's the... somebody can hack in and start moving your hands and, and you know what uh, i want to bring something up real quick the uh, i'll let you finish after the 
so-called virus for this Neuralink? What if that's our world's version of Soma? Yeah. Wait, what What's do you mean? Soma? Sorry, like, this, like this drug. Like, I explained it last episode, bud. Yeah. That shit from oh. Brave New World. Oh, true. Yeah. So oh, basically oh, yeah. this drug that controls these people because I think right. Neuralink is going to become kind of like a household appliance. Like mm-hmm. it's, you know, like in the same way that a phone is right now. So you could have this virus uploaded to this um, and like this malware, but it would kind of act like the Soma. Right. Okay. Well, so so here, in that here, sense, here's an, go, go ahead, go ahead, Cam. I'm going to take it to a different topic on technology. So, so, okay. Okay. Well, I just want to ask then, is it possible that the snowball is just rolling and like w- just by virtue of, us as humans always seeking to progress and stuff and even the fact that we've gone so far already with like the fact that our societies are completely dependent upon the internet like do you think it's already too far because i think i don't know like at what point do we say like look this isn't really going to work because think about it. if the internet goes down for example think of the chaos that will ensue there is no force on earth that will be able to control the chaos that will ensue no government well maybe the chinese government but they they do some drastic measures <laughs> and we don't want to copy them um but anyway so, like you know you know i don't know if you guys want to speak to that so or... the the other aspect of technology i wanted to get into that's also really terrifying that's that's starting to make some headway is synthetic voice and what i mean by synthetic voice is there to, to give a specific example there's this programmer that has developed uh, a program, an app that allows you, and he developed this for the purposes of creating modifications for games. It allows you to basically scan the voice of any voice actor that's performed a specific character in any video game. And then you can take that voice and then synthesize your own lines and then have those lines be spoken word for word in the voice of that character. And you so might think like deep fake for audio. Yeah. And you might think, oh, it sounds incredibly robotic. And it's like, hi, I am Ryan. But no, it's actually <laughs> like it's coming along really, really well. Like I'll, I'll link it to you guys. Dude, deep like, fake scary, for, man. For example, like, so it's at the point now that it actually sounds pretty authentic. And if you were to use it to like tr- trump up voice recognition software, it would work. Yes, you, it still sounds robotic at times, and that's because you know they can, they can only do so much on inflection, and they can't they can't mask emotion in the way you 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 convey tone yet. Yeah. The technology isn't it's getting there, but it's not perfect. But I was listening to it today, and I was like, okay, this is really terrifying. Like you could you can like you could do some pretty nefarious things with this. You could make you you could make people think that you're you're saying things that aren't actually being said right like yeah. this could be used in, in the most terrifying and horrible ways yeah like i love uh, like, fake luke skywalker in 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 the mandalorian and stuff yeah. but like but like that's great and everything but you could also use like in 10 years it'll probably be advanced enough to perfectly replicate someone on video saying and or doing something and that could ruin people dude with the way cancel culture is like people's lives will get ruined by deepfakes guaranteed oh yeah absolutely they're gonna have to work overtime to prove that no i wasn't there i didn't say that 
you well, know? even on even on top of that, like social, like these these like scam artists and stuff like that that'll call you and be like, yeah, like I'm a prince in whatever <laughs> in Morocco, and I just lost eighty eighty dollars. If you give me a hundred dollars today, I'll give you ten thousand tomorrow. Like now, they can take if they're good enough, they can take your grandma's voice or your mom's voice and be like, oh yeah, hey mm-hmm. honey, I just lost this much money. Like I need a I need a little bit of a loan. I'll pay you back like whatever whenever like next hopefully month, you have hopefully you have like, caller id and you're like well, grandma why are you calling from like mauritania <laughs> yeah but then you could like these especially like i don't know if you guys are aware of this but if you call from like the, if you because you can call from the internet if you call from the internet yeah, true. you can put like you can put the name on on the top like on the screen so it, instead of saying a number it could just be like mom or something like that mm-hmm. yeah yeah so we you, have burner phones for work or an app for for work ryan and i yeah, that's literally okay. we have yeah. fake phone number you know what yeah. i think that this is the exact catalyst needed to make the metaverse work <laughs> what do you mean and what i mean by that is that you will become so fearful and so petrified that you would be, that your character would be assassinated, that you have to escape in this world, mm-hmm. into, into this utopia. Sure. Okay, but how do you right. how do you afford how do you afford life if you if you live in the metaverse? How do you afford to like? What do you do to pay for food? What do you do to pay for? Oh, then that's where NFTs and well, cryptos come yeah, in. Exactly. That's where you NFTs know what? It and cryptos come in. Digital the reason, currency. Okay, so basically, think of it like. Um, was it uh, Wally where they have like those floating chairs or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so fucking basically, movie. that fucking movie just makes just me just think of like think of uh, society as like a sewer system, right? Like they each have their little suites, and then they have, you know, the water goes one way, the excrement goes another. Like kind of have like people on these tubes and like in this capsule, in this like time capsule like so it's i gonna think be like it's, it's not outside yeah, the that's what i've been saying we're, we're definitely going to reach a point where we live in the matrix and or, that's why yeah that's or, why i'm not uh or I'm we not, already live in it i'm not necessarily <laughs> concerned about food money xyz because in the metaverse it's i mean it's irrelevant yeah, they're, they're developing a money platform. is will be irrelevant yeah because it'll just right. be made up yeah food but, food what's food what like what if we reach a point where our uh, our consciousness is uploaded over the internet you don't need right food. right yeah well, there when was you're eating, other, cause when uh, you're yeah because when you're eating food in the metaverse they'll just send those signals to your brain of what that food would taste like so you're essentially just eating right and then your you actual food, food but you're hold on your actual physical form in the real space would then just be supplemented by base uh, proteins and, and carbohydrates, right? Which would be fed, which could be fed to you through intravenous. So you could be constantly in. Yeah. Well, metaverse. I read a book called the reality bug that, that, that was the premise. Essentially there was this other dimension called Velox and, uh, the main character from earth, like traveled there. And, um, and basically in, he comes to like, he goes through like the interdimensional portal ends up in Velox and then, there's just this ruined city all around, like a, a megalopolis, like just a ginormous city, huge towering skyscrapers. Um, but it's all just abandoned, shattered glass everywhere, garbage blowing down the streets. And it's like, what the hell happened here? And then in the distance, in the center of the city, there's this gargantuan 
jet black pyramid looming above everything else. And so he wanders through the city and gets to the pyramid, gets inside eventually, and it's just layer upon layer upon layer upon layer upon layer, hundreds and thousands of people just lying on a bed, hooked up to a machine, hooked up to intravenous mm-hmm. so that they can survive with fluids and, and vitamins and electrolytes and whatnot. Um, but just hooked into machines and they're all just living their own little realities. And so now obviously the author didn't invent the idea. Like this is an idea that we've been talking about, but like, after I read that book, I was like 10 when I read it, I was like, Holy shit, dude, like that's a real possibility. So whenever we talk about this, I always think of that book. Cause I'm like, man, like what, what that could totally happen. You know, we could totally like, you know, draw up a social contract between ourselves that says, yeah, we're all just going to disappear into our own universes. And then I guess there'd be a governing body that regulates us. But what Phil was saying is that if our consciousnesses get uploaded, then we don't even need food at all. You know, dude, this is, this is the thing. Like uh, I watched the movie, I think it was a Jason Bateman on Netflix. I forget what it's called off the top of my head, but essentially the premise of it was like this guy, he starts in like what you would like quote unquote say is like the real world. And he loses his job, so he's like, oh, what the fuck? And then he goes to a bar, and he meets, like, his, like, other world, like, we'll call it real world and other world, and he meets his other world wife, and his wife's like, hey, like, you just lost your job. Nothing in this world matters. You can do whatever you want. He's like, no, I have responsibilities. Like, I have a kid. I have a. I have two kids that I need to look after, da-da-da. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, 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 this is, like, this is a made-up world that doesn't matter so then they go to her like she lives like under a, a bridge she's they're homeless and she's like you know shoot up these drugs with me nothing really matters and he's like no no no, i have responsibilities and then she like shoots somebody kills them and she's like it doesn't matter in this world this is not the real world and Damn. then she, she gives them these drugs and then everything's euphoric and and feels good or whatever and so he be- he starts believing in her, believing what she's saying. And then this guy's daughter ends up finding her and he's like, or finding him, sorry. And he's like, and she's like, you know, like you need to snap out of it. You have responsibilities and stuff like that. He's like, no, 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 I'm living this, the perfect life right now. And then, you know, um, he ends up finding like his other world wife. And she's like, no, like, let me show you the real world or the other world. Sorry. And so they like they snap out as you said like they wake up in a room attached to like iv drips and like whatever oh, to keep yeah. them like centered and then it's like this euphoric place like er- like everyone they've gone past like needing to live like normal lives like everyone is super nice uh houses you know it's like everyone's rich nobody has to worry about working it's just like a a utopia and then you know his daughter from the real world starts like phasing into this like outer world and he and then he doesn't know if which one's the real world if like utopia is the real world or right 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 and so but the whole thing was like in this perfect world you don't know those good times and those bad times everything is just so mundane because there's not there's no bad times that make you appreciate the good so it's like in these metaverses phil when when are you going to have good times and bad times and be able to realize you know like the human aspect of things you need you need pain and suffering in order to to be good like if everything yeah but not all people know that you know like it's not self-evident to a lot of people like what that story you told speaks to the dichotomy between 
and I don't want to dive too deep into this, but I just want to touch on it. The dichotomy between uh, communism and capitalism, for example, those two fundamental worldviews of, of uh, utopian progression uh, juxtaposed with down-to-earth responsibilities um, which shape our, our political and, and social and economic realities. Um, and so it, it kind of like that story is kind of what you're saying. Like a lot of people are drawn to the idea of, um, of communism or socialism or, or whatever, or the utopia, because why wouldn't you be, you know, like, so it's not self-evident that, you know, look, we, we can recognize that. Yeah. We need to go through hard times to appreciate the good. We need to take on responsibility in order to fulfill ourselves. We need to be there for people, you know, our, our family and stuff. And we need to make something of ourselves, but not everyone will choose that, right? Like it's so attractive. The idea of utopia, they're selling people bliss, you know, permanent bliss. Who, who's going to choose? Who's going to choose if you had a, you know, if you had a split second, who's going to choose between suffering that, that which life truly is or, or bliss a hundred percent, you know? So a lot of people will go down that route, man, which is why I think but we're going to split into factions of when you, like but, does bliss, but does that bliss eventually lose its luster yeah but yeah, maybe so not for some people man say, not I'm for sorry, some people sorry to interrupt whatever but like yeah it's like when you if your life is always good and you're always happy like eventually you can be content with that for so long but eventually you're like like i want i want that feeling when i when i got to that state of like being happy and like being good like eventually that happiness like plateaus and and you know the dopamine and endorphins in your in your in your brain from from reaching that whatever that thing that made you happy was eventually that fades away so you're like okay how do i get to that level again you need to go to the next step the next step but you can't do that if everything is just on a flat line well Mm -hmm. and yeah yeah you would hope you would hope yeah i I certainly Mm -hmm. think that i would react that way uh but Mm -hmm. you can't say so for everyone necessarily you know speaking solely on the metaphors um like we kind of have to once we get to the point of a metaverse good and evil they actually have no real weight because the metaverse is entirely antithetical to the to the human condition exactly meaning that Mm -hmm. when you enter this realm there's no rules good and evil go away Yep. Suffering goes away. Yeah. And give it a decade in this state. It's euphoria is just part of your life, like continuously Mm -hmm. until the end of time. So I feel like the second like you shut off from it, your body would literally shut down and die. We're all just like, gonna yeah, be a bunch of, yeah. we're all just be, gonna be, you know, eventually it, we're, we're this all utopia be. will be what sustains you, and right, you right. will no longer be able to deal with the realities of life, and you would die. You have withdrawals. Uh, what you yeah, like what is that die. what is that utopia like eventually that's not gonna be enough? Because if you lived in that state for like obviously like the first I'll say like first couple of years will be awesome. Like you'll be you know, like you'll be exploring, doing whatever, having the time of your life, but then eventually like you get to a point where you've you've done everything you can there and you're like okay i need something more i need something better like where like you know where do you go from there some people though are just not like that though so 
Eventually, what do you mean I by that, Connor? Wait, I think Ryan's been trying to talk. Well, for... like the, no, no, the, it's all good. The, Go ahead, the Connor. Definition, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. So if you're doing the same thing every single day in the metaverse or whatever, and you're living happy. That's like, not, no, it's not the same thing, Connor. But, but you're not necessarily living happily. Like, or, or sorry, you're not necessarily doing the same thing every day. But I, I think, look, I think you're right, Connor, for the most part. And I would like to think that people, were they in that situation, would eventually be like, this is so fake. This is, this is not worth it. Like, this is not living. Um, but I, I hesitate to, I hesitate to conclude that all people would, would choose that, you know, some people would just become addicted to it. And unfortunately some people become lost to addiction, you know, like some people pull themselves out and it's really, it's really hard, but people do it, but other people just get consumed, man. I definitely don't have an addictive personality, but I know for a fact that if I could exist in the metaverse and play a video game much in the same way that, you know, being in the matrix, you, 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 for, for all intents and purposes, you feel that it is real. I know yeah. I would become completely lost. So like if there was a video game <laughs> in the metaverse where my consciousness was completely in the digital You could be realm, the witcher, and, man. And I could be a Jedi or I could be the witcher. I would not want to. Oh, leave. I didn't even think about that. You <laughs> and could that's be not a video to say, game character. And that's not to say that I don't love my life. I love my life for all the good and bad, but I can't. But at the end of the day, if I could be a fucking Jedi, I'm gonna go be a I'm gonna go be a Jedi. <laughs> You're right. So what happens? What happens when you beat the game? But that's the thing; they wouldn't design a game around it being beatable. It's a, they would design it around being a sandbox. It's a continuous existence. You but live, so you would need suffering then. For, for all intents and purposes, you live in a world. You live in the world of Star Wars. So conflicts arise just like they 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 would in our in our natural day. You're living in a space where. You're living in a completely different world. It's no longer a video game at that point. So are you saying then that, so that I think there's two ways that this could, this could go is like, there could be technology where each individual decides what their uh, virtual world is on a daily, on a momentary and daily basis. Right, right, right. Or an external entity decides. So like, I think that'd be very different. Like if it's an external entity, say designing a game, an infinite game for you and you play through it and you interact with the world as if it's a real world. I think that's, that's has a different connotation than like um, people shaping their own virtual reality, you know, because yeah, I mean that, I mean, (laughs) it's tempting to hop on and like play a literally like a virtual world where all oh, things man, are real. That would be so awesome. But then if it's real, if it's a real simulation of a virtual world, it would have to include obstacles to overcome. Oh, right? of if course. Yes, I, I would but fully so, expect that. So like if people are controlling their own virtual realities though, absent uh, kind of governing rules or, or, or obstacles or, or overarching story, um, I, just, I, I just fear that they will choose, you know, well, the, the bliss that we were talking about and, and, and just choose to do away with the hardships. And maybe it's a minority of people, you know, but even Yo, if it's, even if it's. So I don't know if you guys are big anime um, lovers, but I would recommend you guys watch a show called just me, just the first season. You can watch more of it if you like it, but just watch the show Sword Art Online. It's literally everything we're talking about, about existing in a digital <laughs> metaverse where you play, a vi- like your consciousness goes into the game and you're playing the game. Mm-hmm. And this creator of the game is the first like 
pioneer of creating something like this. And he traps all of his players in the game. And he says, if you die in the game, you die for real. Yeah. Well, isn't that kind of like ready player one? Yeah. It's, but in ready player one, if you don't die, if you die in the game, you don't die for real. Yeah. And like Tron too, kind of a, yeah, but like what, Actually, Again. no, if you die in Tron, if you're a user and you die in Tron, you die for real, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a so, really cool concept. Yeah. Well, my whole fear about like this virtual reality stuff is that it gets so compelling to the point where it's indiscernible from reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What yeah. I mean by like kind of stripping the humanity away, the humanity away from humans is that they longer they no longer have the choice to leave right they're, they're in it your memories wiped from where you uh, were previously like oh wow gonzo gonzo yeah, that's, i think that's my whole thing. i like, think a minority cool. of people are going to go for that but it may not be it may be a choice it may be a a symptom of the system it's it's probably we may not have the willpower to to strip away from that. That might be an yeah. interesting way of, of achieving immortality. Like, think about it. Think about we live in a world where- We're not, not meant allowed to be. To, hold on, hold on. You, you live in a world where you're not allowed to interact with this technology until you reach a point of terminal illness. And then when you reach that point, they upload your consciousness into this metaverse, for lack of a better word. And then you get to live the rest of your existence in this digital space, however you want. Yeah, I, I think it I might that. come to pass. Um, Like with the whole, like, I was just thinking about this. Like, so there's a certain stream of radical, um, uh, you know, environmentalist kind of ideology that, um, that basically has as their primary axiom that human beings are more or less a cancer to the earth, right? Like, you've, we've heard that before, right? Like, we do more yeah. harm than good on, on the earth. We're just, we're like a parasite, you know, uh, leeching off of the earth and, and killing all life on it and destroying it, destroying the climate, destroying the environment. And so that's a very powerful ideology that drives a lot. If you look, if you dive into a lot of political issues, you'll find that behind a lot of people's thinking. And I'm just, I just saw this. I'm just kind of worried that like that, that kind of ideology um, can, can easily lead to, well, everyone should just be in the metaverse, you know, in order to save our planet, um, you know, and preserve it because that's that's, that, that's an interesting way of looking at it. Well, right, because human beings allegedly are, are so cancerous to the earth um, that uh, everyone should be up- uploaded into the metaverse, kill our physical bodies, upload our consciousnesses, and then we can just live out in there. And then that goes Wrong. into a whole question of like, what is reality? Like, is it just what we perceive? Like, is this world actually does it mean anything if we can just upload ourselves into a, a virtual world? You know, maybe we're already there. But so that's, that's dangerous, that, you know, man. That's, so we that's why world. it's more likely in a lot of ways that we are we already live in that digital space and that not that God and religion doesn't exist the way we think it does. Mm, I don't know. I don't know, man, because I think there's something fundamental about the fact that like I don't think look, I, I'm gonna speak about God, but I'm gonna speak about it as an abstract concept. And what I'm what I want to say is that there might just be a fundamental rule of the universe or of life, you know, in just a very basic sense that there's something innate to humans that we want to progress at all times. Right. But I think we're going to be a a parabola and we're going to constantly be approaching uh, 
trying to become gods, you know, like we're going to fuck with everything. We're going to start fucking with babies genomes and, and creating, you know, whatever your baby wants, you, you can design it however you want. Well, uh, you know, cloning. Yeah. But all this stuff, metaverse and, and, and we're going, we're basically trying to become gods. And I think that, and this is getting real metaphysical, but I think that it might be a rule of the universe that like, that will never be allowed to happen. You know, just like it's just like a parabola through the laws of mathematics can never, never actually reach that point. It can only approach it. I think we're going to destroy ourselves in the quest to try to become gods, you know, because it's just not possible because we are mortal beings, you know, I don't know. It's just an idea. I I don't know if I necessarily agree with that because yeah, you know, that, 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 that's a good spot to end it. I think, I think we should just save that. Like that, that's the end of part one. Cause I think this is a great topic. I think we got a lot more to talk about. So, okay. Okay. Please, everybody stay tuned because I guess next week we're going to be coming up with an, a part two to this one because I think a lot the of parabola theory, Cam's parabola <laughs> theory. Yeah. That's, that's the next exactly. episode. You guys, this is this is the birthplace of Cam's theory. So yeah. you, guys are, you guys are welcome for that. And, stay tuned uh, for my book in 46 week. years. There you go. And uh, I'm just going to let you guys know we're going to run a, a little bit of a, a promo as a thank you for those people that do interact with us. If you, number one, if you're already following us, we love you. If you're not following us, follow us, like, share, and tag us in that share. We have a little bit of a prize coming to one lucky winner who likes, follows, and shares with us on Instagram. So And comments. And yeah, Instagram, comments. Instagram link is in the bio, guys. So, yeah, yeah. Um, when this we'll episode comes out, we'll, like, share, comment, and uh, we'll announce we'll the winner in, yeah, the next we'll episode. Ne- or the right. next Friday, I guess. Yeah, well, the Friday, next Friday yeah. we'll announce the winner. Yeah, but yeah, look on Instagram for the details. Um, they'll be there. Should we tell yeah. them what they're winning? I'll, I'll mention it on Instagram. It'll be a gift card of yeah. some kind. And what you, but you guys got to remember the comment. You have to comment two friends. Yeah, tag people. Tag, tag, it, tag, people. It, tag it. Okay. In the comments, and that, we don't have much time left. Right we have like right, no time left. Remember, take care, brush your hair. Have a great weekend.